In this episode of Soup and Stuff, Soup sits down with Nico Petridis, a Steubenville, Ohio native who has hit the ground running in his early MMA career. The natural striker is currently 3-1 in his professional career, set to fight again on May 27th in Virginia for the AMMY Welterweight MMA title bout. We're going blow for blow in this episode of Soup and Stuff. What up, dog? What's up, brother? How you, doing? <laughs> you look good. What's up? Nothing. You look good, man. Good to hear from you. That hoodie's sweet. What do you got on? That's uh, one of my sponsors. Some young baby sweatshop right here. <laughs> that Just... thing's sweet. Look at that. <laughs> I'm trying to come up with, like, come up with some style. You know what we got to do? One of your fights upcoming. We got to get you some pine room gear. Walk out of that tunnel with with it. That'd be sweet. I'm all I'm all about it. So how's uh just so you know, you're you're up on our TV. Like if you see me keep looking away, you're up on one of our screens, but I can see you here on the uh on the computer. That's perfect. So walk me walk me through training. How's everything going? Are you are you rolling? Are you healthy? Yeah, right now real super healthy. Uh training, man, we're six days a week, three, four hours a day. And that includes strength and conditioning, cardio, MMA, everything, man. So it's just as of right now, we're just like this is one of the busiest times for us at the gym. We have in a three-week period, we have like 15 of our fighters fighting. Wow. We go we go MMA fights February 18th. We go kickboxing fights uh February 25th and then MMA fights March 4th. Wow. So all my team, there's just an unbelievable amount of energy at the gym right now. Well, that's got to be good for you, right? Because all you guys are kind of probably feeding off that, right? You guys are training at high intensity and and rolling. It's it's super nice because that's what you would expect. But the only downfall to it is like I learned this as I got into the sport. As you said, as a fighter starts getting closer to their fight – their intensity picks up because they just start getting anxious. They're ready to go. <laughs> As a training partner, if I don't have a fight and my buddy has a fight, I I, I let him beat me up a little bit. Yeah. I let him get his confidence. I let him get his little swagger going. So as of right now, we're all sitting there just like pumping at the mid training, you know, like trying to kill each other when we spar and stuff. You're less than a month away from your next fight. Three and one right now, coming off a, a rear naked choke hold. What? So just walk me through what went through your mind um it was in the third round right your last win five seconds left to go five seconds left to go walk me through what was going on and kind of what you were thinking with with time running out um so uh that whole fight man i i'm actually a striker I, i i like to grapple but i'm more of a striker than anything and i i i had difficulties finding my 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 ways in my setting stuff up and he was a shout out to Benny. He was a great striker, but, um, I knew I had to, to, to adapt on the fly and I knew, uh, it was going to be my grappling. I just had to go in there kind of, no, I had to take some shots being a little bit smaller fighter than the guy, than my opponent. And, um, so I decided to grapple wrestle and my coach, um, Dewan and my training partner Cheyenne in my corner the first round they told me I won the second round they're like hey it could go either way third round you have to win or the judges could score it the other way so <laughs> as a fighter you really don't go into that third round I'm just sitting here like I like watching it back I'm like oh I was up two rounds to none but it during the fight you're not thinking that you're like I'm, I'm looking for a finish I'm, I'm not leaving this in the judges hands because if it somehow they see it go some other way so fight came out he hit me, I think, with a with a hook real quick, and I shot immediately. Took him up against the fence. It was able to mount, and I was hunting submissions all 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 night. 
and I was able to posture up and, and create some ground and pound. He gave up his back. And then, um, I, uh, I threw the choke in and he stood up and jumped up and tried to slam me on my back. And after that, I, I heard that the clacker goes off, uh, when there's 10 seconds left to go in the fight, I heard it go off and I hear his cornerman screaming 10 seconds, 10 seconds, 10 seconds. And I'm like, Oh my God. And, then I see <laughs> and he starts tapping. And then after that, I was just, yeah, you went like, nuts. Tapping. It was, it was awesome to see the videos are great. The pictures looked so good. Uh, and I asked you, I remember I saw you, I think it was the day after or two days after your fight when we were watching football together in Raleigh and you were, you were hobbling around walking on one foot. You were all beat up from that. It was awesome. <laughs> it was the day after I couldn't walk. He he tore my leg up, but I knew that's I had to. It just came down to who wanted it more. So tell me a little bit about your next fight. Then are are you are you watching film? Do you know what kind of fighter you're going up against? How are you preparing for it? Uh, the ins and outs of all this. Uh, so my next fighter, I'm I'm familiar with him. Uh, the coach, uh, my coach sent him to me, and then I found out he actually fought my one of my best friends and my training partners last year. So his fight, a couple of his fights are on YouTube. Um, so we were able, me and what's funny is my training partner that he's fighting March 4th just fought the dude I'm fighting. So we, we were able to watch film together and nice. I was able to pick my, my, we were supposed to help each other out. Um, first time fighting, fighting a Southpaw, which I'm looking forward to. I, I, I see a lot of openings and a lot of holes. But there we go. Every, every fight I, that I've watched, when I went back and watched it, I see myself progressing. I see myself adding to my game. I see myself in this one. I, I'm just going to keep saying it as I, every fight, I, every fight I take is I'm just getting better and better and better. And I'm like, I'm, I'm an exciting fighter. I'm not going to win the judges scorecards. I'm going to looking for going out, looking for a finish. And that's, that's awesome. what I want to do. I think one of the coolest things is, and, and whatever the sport may be, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, you name it. And, and your sport the mental side behind these athletes is so crazy to hear them talk on how they prepare and, and what's going through their head uh, right before a, a big touchdown or, or before they step on the mound to pitch. Walk us through kind of your mental state the night before the fight, the day of the fight. What is going on in your head when you're walking into that octagon? Because I know me, I, I would be freaking out. I wouldn't know what to do. So so tell people a little bit about how that goes. So day before, I mean, I, I love all of it. I'm, I love competition. I, I was able, I was fortunate enough to be blessed to play football and baseball in college. Love competition, and um, so everything leading up the preparation of camp, um, I, I embrace it. I embrace going in there with the team. The weight cuts the worst part. Cut weight. <laughs> Terrible, tragic. But that, that's honestly what makes me most nervous is stepping on that scale on Friday. Like I'm like I hope I put everything like. I don't want to come this far to just come this far. I want to be able that I made sure like I'm a professional. Um, I, I made weight. And then I, that night we usually go in, um, make the weight, go have a team dinner. Us and the teammates, we usually go eat. The coaches will go eat. We'll, and then the day of, um, I'm anxious. I, I'm sitting there. Obviously, I wake up. I say my prayers. Um, I thank God. thank my parents that, that I'm, a, I'm allowed to be able to do what I love and uh, that I'm blessed with the, the ability to do what I do. And then – Right, right backstage, we start warming up. It, it gets closer and closer and closer in fight time, and I start getting into the, this this space in my head where I, I I don't like to bring it up because like it's not who I am as a person. But I'm able to. I, I like everyone's had it has their stories of having a tough life growing up. I'm sure everyone has stories, but I'm able to like channel everything that's like put me down in life, able to, and it just comes out. And I'll be honest, I'm not. 
I don't, I like fighting, but man, like I'm, I'm nervous. I'm yeah. like, that says they're not nervous. It's a lie. Throw it out the window. <laughs> but I think it's the nervousness and being a little bit scared that makes me be courageous. That makes me be brave, like become brave. That makes me like do that. And then when I, once I hear my song go on, my walkout song go off, something just flips in my head where it's at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm getting locked in another cage with a man that wants to do horrible things to me. So <laughs> if I don't possess and let out what, what, what the ongoing joke at the gym is, is what we call I, I, my kind of my, my brand that I've been running with is having this dog in me. If I don't let that dog out, it's, it's going to be me then, then I'm going to be the one laying on the canvas. Yeah. And if I'm, I'm trying to make a career out of this. I'm trying to be the best I possibly can be. And it, it, so it can't be me. It has to be you. So yeah. Yeah, at the end of the day, it's like, I, I, I pray that God allows me to, to become victorious, but if, if not, allow me to learn from it so that I can grow. Yeah, absolutely, man. That's it's so cool to hear hear you talk about it, and and I think it's it's an incredible sport. We got guys from the Pine Room that absolutely love it. When there's a, a fall nights when the big fights are on on Saturdays, we got football pulled up and we got a whole TV that's got UFC on. So, uh, what do you think is the most important part of your how you fight? What do you, what do you take the most pride in, and and what do you work on the hardest to make sure when you step in that octagon, you know you're going to be better than the other guy at this this part of your fighting. They, I'm. Thank you for asking this question because this is this is who I am as a person. It's my cardio. It's everyone. Everyone will come to you and say, "Oh, I pride myself in my striking. I pride myself in my jujitsu, my muay thai, my kickboxing. It's my cardio." At the end of the day, my, my my coach taught me this, and I'm I'm, able, I'm fortunate enough, and I'm I'm so blessed to have the gym I have, the coaches I have, the training partners I have. But this is one thing that stuck with me is when I go out there in the first round. I'm going to drain your gas tank and I'm going to drain my gas tank. I'm, I'm going to take you into the deepest of waters and I'm not only going to drown you, I'm going to drown myself. And then second round, let's go. We're going to swim even deeper. And then third round, it's going to come down to who's not more technical, who who wants it more. So I'm, I'm going to sit there. I, I want to make you quit. That's that's my goal. I, I want you, whether it's a knockout, tap out, TKO, I, wanna, I want you to give up you're back. I want you to give me that submission. I don't want to take it. I don't want to take the knockout. I want you to give it to me because I'm so tired and you're so tired that you have no other option. And I'm just going to keep pushing. I'm, I'm a, I have a couple screws loose where I know I'm tired, <laughs> but I'm just going to keep going until I physically, like if God forbid, if I lose, I want to be drug out of that octagon because <laughs> yeah. I can't walk. And so that's what I pride myself in the most is uh, I push myself in the gym every single week. I, it's, it's, there's no, there's, there's some 50% stuff I do, obviously, to get technical, but when we're sparring and everything, I, I, I want to drain my gas tank and I want to drain your gas tank and let's just come down to who has more heart and who wants who wants it more, who worked harder, me or you. That's awesome. So February 18th in Greenville, are you are you mo- more excited to kind of keep this win streak alive or are you more excited just to go to g- go out there and do what you love right now? Cause you're, you're rolling, you're, you're, your brand's starting to grow. You're on three wins in a row. And, and obviously with this sport wins and losses come and you got to get right back up and keep fighting. What are you most excited for, for this next fight? I'm most excited to fight. I will, <laughs> um, this will be my fifth fight in under a year. I took my first fight February 19th of 2022 and this will be my fifth, February eighteenth. And my co- it's an ongoing joke at the gym. My coaches, my coaches know it. Um, I'd fight every weekend if I could. <laughs> I, 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 I just love it. I embrace it. I would do it. 
But uh, the funny thing now is like my coach after this fight, he's like, you're not taking, we're not, you're not taking a fight for another month and a half. You're not, we're not signing contracts. We're not doing anything. You're, you're going to come to the gym, have fun, sharpen your tools, grow your, grow your, your knowledge uh, uh, in your uh, jujitsu, your wrestling, all that. So I'm, I'm very thankful and blessed that I have the best coaches in the game that, that look out for me and truly do want what's best for me. So um, the, but that's the thing. I just want to fight. That's man. awesome. Whether it's, 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 I just want to fight. How close do you guys get uh, to actual games? Like, like they talk about game speed and football, right? Like they'll throw the full pads on and they'll go out there and they get, they get to 80 or 90% of game speed, but it's really never like that until you're in the game. How close do you get to the actual thing when you're, when you're in practice and you're in the gym? So we have most of the times, like what, well, like with the way, obviously we have, I have my set schedule. What I know what I'm getting into every day. Um, uh, like I have my jujitsu days. I have my, my wrestling days, my kickboxing, my sparring days. And we, we go live and we do. And um, I don't want to, I want to say we, we, we probably go. There's times where we've turned it up to hundred. <laughs> at the end of the day, me, I'm fortunate enough that we have uh, four, one seven years, four welterweights at the gym. So it's great. Awesome work for me. But um, there's times I get hit in my face. I don't like getting hit in my face. So if you hit me in my face, I'm going to hit you in your face. <laughs> but our, our, like I said, uh, my coach, Cody Malta and Neil Ritchie and all of them, they, they do a fantastic job at like, hey, tone it back, guys. Like, like, but we there's times where it's we go. We, we're there to, to, for an hour and a half to swing and bang. Like uh, tomorrow we got sparring. And like we're looking, I'm looking forward to walking in there. Like I, I feel like there's tension, ongoing jokes. Like I'm talking to my boys, like, "Hey, I'm gonna try to take you down five times in a round." Yeah. Down. So, but it's it's all to help us grow. We're we're no one's there to be better than the other one. We're we're all there to pick each other Good. up at the end of the day, bro. Who's the but take yourself out of the equation? Who's the baddest dude in your gym right now? Like you know, if you're out in public and, and you walk, you 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 meet a dude in the alley. And, and you know that you're going to have an absolute brawl to get out of there. Who, who's that dude that you just you do not want to see if, if you're going to walk into an alley? Oh, you're putting me on the spot, Soup. Um, I would have to say, I mean, I'll be honest, my head coach, Coach Cody, he's an absolute, like, dog. And, he, <laughs> and the thing about him is, like, he's not the, the biggest guy in the room. Like, he's, uh, like, he's, he's. You look at him, he's like, you, he looks just like your average dude, and I, he just mauls people. Like, like it's, I'm talking about when I step in the cage with him, I'm, I'm almost six foot three, and he seems, I, it feels like he's six foot 10, 220 pounds in there. Wow. So it, that, but I would have to say, if I'm in a brawl in the back alley, I'm taking probably my buddy with the nickname Sasquatch, and um, <laughs> well, I'll let you put two, yeah. two together. Yeah. Squatchy's no joke. He's a he's a he's a big dude, six six, two eighty, and he's just a he's a bad man, my jam. I want to talk a little bit about your brand uh, real quick before I let you go because you see the best UFC fighters in the world, and and they're electric. You can't wait to turn the TV on or or buy the pay per view, and and you can't wait to see the highlights because they're always doing something that makes your jaw drop, and that's some that's what our best athletes do in, in this world, whatever sport they may play. You you can't wait to watch them. So. How, what are you really focusing on right now in your career to make sure people know, like, hey, I want to watch Nico. I want to watch Nico next fight. Man, that, that's a great question. I appreciate that. That, that. The big thing is, like, I like to to 
relate myself to like a candle. Like when you, when you light a candle, you put a flame on and that flame stays on until it physically runs out of wax and can't light, or you have to blow that candle out, but that flame's always on. And so my biggest thing is I just want to keep going and going, but with my brand is I want to be exciting. I'm, I'm not, obviously I want to entertain the fans. And so far I'm very fortunate enough that my last three fights have been bangers and they've been fun to watch. But like I said, so, um, we, we've had this ongoing joke. I had a fight in September, and the the camera picked up me telling my coach that I told him I had a 110% dog in me. <laughs> you being from the Valley and the Ohio Valley, and a lot of people can relate to this, I think that that's such a, a true thing. I mean, you hear athletes talk about it, but, like, that's what I do is at a, I'm a dog. I, I just keep going, keep going, keep going, and I want to show people that – I'm going to get better every fight. I'm going to sit there and, and I, I, I don't want to plateau. You want to, I, the goal is to make it big time. And, you know, everyone's going to say it, hold, hold the belt, be a world champion. That's the goal. That's, that's, that's a big goal. But the, these goals that I'm setting right now, I just want to go out there and be the best fighter that I possibly can be on that night when I need to be. Absolutely. My coach, my coach told me something that I take very deep with me is, we train that when we fight that only the elite of the elite fighters are able to beat us on an off night. We want to be so good that even on our off nights that we're beating these good yeah. fighters. Yeah, so that's, that's the biggest thing is I just want to go out there showing that uh, this kid from little old Steubenville in the Ohio Valley got, like can get out there, make it and, and that, I, I'm kind of a physical representation of how people are back home. Like nothing was kind of given to us. We all know like you got to work to go get what you want. Yeah. I can sit around and watch people at the gym. That's not going to make me better. I got to go put in the work. Yeah. And that's the, my biggest thing. Absolutely. What are you, uh, what are you walking out to right now? I always think that's such a cool part of the UFC and MMA. When I see dudes walk out, what's your, what's your song that you're picking on, on February 18th? Man, I'm such a music connoisseur that it, it kills me because the last uh, three fights I've walked out to the same song. So I'm like, I got to walk out to it again because I'm oh, it's like <laughs> I'm superstitious. But I've been walking out to um, – what have I been walking out to? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, hold on. I'll tell you right now. Oh, shoot. You put me on the spot and I'm blanking. You're good. This is not good. It's not Beyonce? No, not Beyonce, but I, I like I see I'm that fun person, I, like relax. Like I would walk out to like a girls just want to have fun type song. Yeah. Um I've been walking out to the artist is Grandson and the song's called Bury Me Face Down. And uh in the song it's just kind of basically like you if you're gonna kill me, you gotta bury me face down because my my butt's up and you can kiss it because I'm doing this for me and no one else. You you guys, the way you train and 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 they talk about the best athletes in the world, I I think you guys are incredible what you guys gotta put your body through and, and how you gotta take care of your body before the fight and then afterwards and and I think people realize that it's it's a lot different than our, our three or four major sports in America right now, our football, basketball, baseball, hockey. You guys, what you have to do to your body, and you're getting beat up weekly, right? So our best athletes in the world that we watch on TV, they get days to rest and off days, and, and you guys don't – you're not getting off days right now. You have to beat yourself up to be able to go in the octagon and then get yourself beat up even more to be able to finish the fight. So what you guys are going through, and, and uh, it, it's incredible. I wanted to leave you with this question. 
and I and I know you respect our 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 Marines and 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 you're the type of guy to come from and and you'll shake their hand and thank them for their service. I have I we fight me and our buddies about this question. Is the best UFC fighter in the world taking down our best Marine fighter or is the best Marine fighter taking down our best UFC fighter? I think and and to, to there's a, there's a reason why I was fortunate enough that one of my opponents was in the service, and so um, I think the best UFC fighter is taking down one of our. Best See, fighters. that's where I'm the, I'm on the opposite side from you. I think I think those I think those Marine guys, the way they train, I would love to see it. I'd like to see our best Marine guy in, in the in the octagon with our best UFC dude in America, just because I think they're both freak athletes. Like the way they both train, and the Marine dudes are just. The videos I see of them is are incredible. So I would I would love to see that just to see how that would happen in the octagon. I think you're you're 100 percent right. Like I said, uh, nothing but utter respect and most respect to the people that are in the service. But I, I was this is how I think about it. They do not focus their entire day on combat sports one on one. Like obviously they're focused on what their mission is, how they how they're to keep their platoon safe, how, what, what they're going on. So they're not in the gym for the amount of hours as our most elite MMA fighter that where that's their job. Obviously as a, as a Marine, a serviceman, anything, they have multiple jobs that they're doing in the service. These guys that are going into <laughs> MMA, they're focusing on one thing and it's hand to hand combat yeah. and it gets you and it's wrestling. So that's, that's my, your that's, take. don't get me wrong. There, there's some dudes out there that are mentally like, I, I believe that we can hang with these dudes. But in my opinion is I just don't think they put in the amount of time in hand to hand combat, the actual martial arts as these dudes in the UFC. Yeah. What, uh, what's one last thing you want to lead, lead everyone that's, that's uh, watched you and help you prepare with. What's one last thing you want to tell them? Um, maybe as a thank you or something to expect in the near future. Uh, anything you got? I just want to say thank you to all my friends and family um, that support me. It's um, in the in the the sport of MMA. It's a very very lonely sport. I've lost a lot of relationships and. Um, that I kind of trying to find myself. So the ones that stuck by my side and really were there for me when I was at an all time low, when I lost my first fight and fought, just kind of stayed with me and, and followed me and was there to pick me back up when I was down. I want to say thank you to them, my family. None of this could be possible without them. I mean, I talk to my dad and my mom every day. My dad, my dad calls me every single day. And the first thing he says when he gets on the phone, he goes, we fight. And he just, he just he's excited to see, because he, he told me, he goes, if you're going to do this, you're going to do this. 110 percent or yeah, not at all absolutely my mom, who has a near panic attack every time she sees me step in the cage <laughs> and then um my coaches my um, coach cody coach neil coach schroeder my training partner Cheyenne gonzo sasquatch none of this could be possible without them i walked in i've been training mma for a little over a year and a half now and there was a, a point in my life where after that that last fight i i was going to pack it in i was at an all-time low I was going to move back to the Ohio Valley. And if it wasn't for Elevate MMA Academy and all the awesome training partners, awesome coaches, awesome people at the gym that aren't even fighters that, that 
have helped pick me up, been there for me and supported me. Um, if it wasn't for them, I, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. And if it wasn't for awesome people like uh, you and, and like the podcast giving me an opportunity to come on here, like none of this could be possible. So it's a very, as much as it is, is an individual sport. It's a very, very, it's a family. And like I said, there's, there's always a quote that says it takes a village to raise a child, but it also takes a village to, to have a, like, to have a family. And if it wasn't for those guys, like I said, they're not even my training partners and my teammates. I, I, I we text each other every day and tell them we're family but it doesn't have to make you make you related so i'm very fortunate let's enough to have the people i do in my life let's go you got me ready to run through a wall you take that, <laughs> let's go you got that hey you take that same passion and, and and belief in each fight and whatever you do after your career's done hopefully it goes for 10 15 more years you're going to be successful and ready to roll so um wow. man thank Never you for- thank you for coming on we appreciate it we were, we're wishing you the best of luck we're looking forward to that fight on the 18th and uh and go get it done appreciate it, nico Pull out the cameras. Take care, Sue. Yep.